Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast. My name is Paul and today's show at the Motor Point Arena is WWE Live. Now we've got we've got quite a few uh, wrestlers from the SmackDown roster on here and they include Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, Bianca Belair, Big E, Sasha Banks, Bailey, the Euros and many many more. But the lineup is subject to change. This is all depending on if the wrestlers have COVID and can actually get into the UK uh, pending testing, etc., etc. So fingers crossed that those wrestlers are in. With the wrestlers that I've just listed, let's have a quick look at some of their stats. So we've got Finn Balor, whose real name is Fergal Divot, and he was born at July 25th, 1981. So he's slightly older than I am. He's an Irish professional wrestler who's currently signed to WWE, performing on the SmackDown brand under the ring name Finn Balor. In WWE, he is a one-time WWE Universal Champion as well as the inaugural champion, a two-time WWE Intercontinental Champion and a two-time NXT Champion. Also wrestling tomorrow is Bianca Belair and she was born on April 9th in 1989, so she's way younger than I am and is an American professional wrestler currently signed to WWE under the ring name Bianca Belair on WWE Smackdown brand. She is the winner of the 2021 Women's Royal Rumble. Also wrestling is Atori Ewan who was born March the 1st 1986 younger than I am. <laughs> Better known by his former ring name of Big E Langston. He is currently performing as Big E as an American professional wrestler signed to WWE where he performs on the SmackDown brand. He is a six-time WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champion. He is a two-time Intercontinental Champion and was also a former NXT Champion. Right, so let's go into his uh, championships and accomplishments. He was a Florida Tag Team Championship with Calvin Reigns. He held the NXT Championship under WWE. He was the 33rd Triple Crown Champion, the WWE Championship, WWE Intercontinental Championship twice, WWE Tag Team Championship twice as a member of the New Day and Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods tag teams. He was a WWE Smackdown Tag Team Championship six times and a member of the New Day and and the PWI ranked him as 215 of the 500 best singles wrestlers in the PWI 500 in 2011. Very impressive. Also fighting is Sasha Banks, whose real name is Mercedes Kastner Verando. She was born on January the 26th in 1992. Wow, she's she's very young <laughs> compared to I, compared to me. She is signed to WWE, performing on the SmackDown brand as Sasha Banks. She is five times WWE Women's Champion, one of which one of the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, and also a former NXT Women's Champion. She is also known for her time in the Northeastern United States Independent Circuit. Right, so let's uh, get on with uh, what she's accomplished in her career. So, she was the Chaotic Wrestling Women's Championship. She held that once. She was NXT Women's Championship once. She has the PWI Match of the Year 2015, P- 
PWI ranked her number 3 in 2015, they even ranked her second in 2016, they ranked her fourth in 2017 and 14th in 2018 and 14th in 2019 in the uh, top 100 females. She won the, R the RWC No Limits Championship one time and she got the WWE Raw Women's Championship five times, the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship once and the WWE Women's Tag Championship twice. And last on my short list of wrestlers that are wrestling today is Bailey, whose real name is Pamela Rose Martinez. She was born June 15th, 1989, who is an American female professional wrestler who is signed to WWE performing on the SmackDown brand under the, under the ring name Bailey. She is two-time WWE SmackDown Women's Champion and one-time NXT Women's Champion, one-time WWE Raw Women's Champion and one-half of the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Champions with Sasha Banks. If you're a band member or an artist, dancer, singer, actor, street performer and you're listening to this and you'd like to talk to us on our show about your uh, latest gig or your album release on uh, digital media or even uh, want to talk to us about a student show how about dropping us an email on musterxmedia1983 at gmail.com and we'll get you on our show I'm down at Motor Point Arena and Today we've got the wrestling, the WWE are in town and let's see how many trucks we have. Let's see how big today's show is. We have one, two, three, four trucks. One, two, three, four, five coaches. So the coaches are obviously for the wrestlers, they're entourage to the crew, the trainers, etc, etc, and even the medics the medics and physiotherapists and all the media personalities. As yet we still don't know exactly who's wrestling today and we will find out just before. And the reason for this delay in finding out who's actually wrestling is because of the COVID situation. We don't know if any of the wrestlers have tested positive so I'm guessing they would have brought backup wrestlers as well. Currently at my time of arrival there are no super fans waiting outside to see if they can get a glimpse of the wrestlers. With a bit of luck, today's event will not be uh, a washout with uh, lots of dropouts. But only time will tell. A few moments later. Inside the arena at the moment, they're building the uh, ring. And uh, you'd be surprised how many pieces it actually comes in. Nice little riser made out of, made out of steel decking. And now they're just, they're currently laying the padded canvas and uh, the posts are in position but the uh, turnbuckles or ropes still haven't gone on yet. Most of the barrier has gone down and uh, the mats around the ring. They're currently kicking out the role of rubber matting going from the backstage area down to the ring and obviously getting the uh, barriers up ready to go for that. The pick has just left the building. The LED screen for the uh, wrestlers entrance is up and running. The doorway is cut through and they're doing a quick video test with the with the LEDs and it looks like it's going to be amazing it's a new generation LED wall compared to the stereophonics which is the uh, first generation and the clarity of this screen is amazing it's high def and the, it, and the colors are real rich and as well as the graphics processor being immensely powerful a few moments later the walkway into the squared circle has been uh, put up so all the barriers are in the mats down 
and the ring itself, the squared circle. The ropes are on and the all the padding's put in. They're just waiting for the uh, canvas to go down. All the lights are up, the sound stack's up, the trusses are up, the screen is still being tested. They're just color balancing it now and positioning the back piece. Where the doorway is through the screen, they're positioning the uh, bit that goes behind it. So the rest is will come either side of the uh, back screen so they don't have their reveal. The backstage area is completely masked off with the LED wall. Well, a section of it. The back wall is three meters away from the forward wall. There's enough depth of the back screen to give the wrestlers their perfect concealed entrance, as well as having the doorway not look like it's an actual doorway. So it's enough to give the illusion of a solid wall. Once the last of the chairs have been put in, the venue manager as well as the uh, tour manager from, from WWE's perspective will check all the sight lines from all the banks of seats to make sure that everyone can see the ring. Warning, this podcast contains strong, offensive and misogynistic language that some listeners may find offensive. The name's Vert, Percival Reginald Vert, and I run the P-Vert Detective Agency. The year is 2055 and the police have been defunded, so if you need a police investigation, the cops will charge you a thousand big ones a day. Because of this, the government introduced the PI Act, where the private investigators can undercut the police so justice can become affordable. These are my case files. New episodes every Wednesday. The links are in the description. Today's WWE show is not being uh, televised. Well, I say it's not being televised. It's not being broadcast. There will be cameras here recording sections of it, so then they can add into the main programs on whichever uh, show they're going to add these uh, wrestling matches into. They're currently setting up the camera positions either side of the walkway as well as uh, there'll be the roving cameras close to the ring. A few moments later. They've now started to lay the uh, canvases for the ring. The, the canvas skirting is just going on now and as they're doing that they've strategically placed two steel chairs either side of the ring at both the north and south sides of it so i'm guessing that there's going to be a bit of a steel chairing incident at some point during tonight's show although that cannot be confirmed they may just have stashed them there for no reason at all hint hint they set up a couple of steel chairs ringside which are always there so someone's going to be sat on them at some point you know adjudicating and whatnot and possibly they get tossed to one side and then you and those chairs would be used for a bit of a steel chairing as well who knows who knows that's all the magic of theater i say the magic of theater that's the magic of wwe which is highly theatrical in the sense of uh, high octane drama the video wall back piece is now completed and is slightly wider and uh, higher than the actual uh, screen itself so now when you're looking end on it looks seamless so now the wrestlers when they come out they're completely masked until the last possible minute and the video wall looks amazing the clarity on there is absolutely amazing there's no expense spared and once that was up the canvas skirts for the ring are now all fully up and it is simply WWE Network and WWE Live. So nothing dedicated to Smackdown or Raw so they can pull it into any of the shows that they wish to pull it into. 
Currently, you've got a uh, sniffer dog in his hand just running around the arena. This is a security measure that, that the WWE Network insists on. This is because it's the rules set within the WWE uh, Network. They stipulate that sniffer dogs must be present at all times uh, during the arena. And just having a little walk around to make sure that no one's planted anything that shouldn't be there. It's a brown springer spaniel, just having a fun time bouncing around the arena floor at the moment. The quest for absolute perfection from the WWE is very, very amazing. I didn't even realise this. Where the components of the rings have been in transit, they get a bit scuffed. So what they're doing right now to get rid of the scuffs, they're walking around, respraying all the uh, ring posts. All of them, just so they get completely glitzed and glossed. No one will notice any scuffs because the scuffs are now vanished. Now that is attention to detail and uh, a lot of people don't even realise the attention to detail that they put in there. They just see, oh it's pro wrestlers, um, they're just throwing each other around to choreograph their dance, shall we say. It's all fake and whatnot, but no, this is pure choreography at the finest. And as I say, this is them dressing everything up to look absolutely perfect the first time. The house is nearly ready to open up and I'll let you in on a few little secrets of today's show. So, at some point the plan changed during the pandemic and for one reason or another, no one knows exactly what happened. The uh, set has been moved forward by 8 foot, which 8 foot doesn't sound that much, but it is when you've got seats where uh, where the uh, where the ring now is. So the good guys in the arena managed to rejiggle a few things to accommodate the change, and it looks just as flawless as it's supposed to be. It's just one of those it's one of those issues that that no one needs. The production company don't need it, and I've does the arena. It's just mistakes happen, and uh, it's just how you deal with it. And everyone handled it in such a professional manner. It was, uh, it was good. It was resolved very quickly, very easily, and everyone is happy and everyone's a winner. At the moment, they're keeping the lineup top secret at the moment. What I can tell you at the moment is there are four fights in the first half of tonight's show, and there are three in the latter half. But as to who's wrestling today, we will never know. Not until it happens at that particular point and that, in that particular time. I love a nice bit of excitement this way. It always keeps you on your toes, keeps you guessing. See how we get on. A few moments later. And we're back. The house uh, has now just not long opened up. People are streaming in nice and steadily and are making their way to the seats without any fuss. That's good, uh, that's good. What I've noticed is on the uh, giant video wall, they've got that connected into the WWE Live Twitter feed. And. <laughs> And everyone's uh, tweets are going up there with photos uh, and everything, so that's that's not bad. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing that you got someone who's vetting all of these before they go up, because um, I guarantee you, if I uh, posted something on there for Mustard Media, and I put something stupid on there, it will not make the screen. But anyways, <laughs> a few moments later. Currently, there's a VT plan which is going to last up to eight minutes where they're just going through uh, a few highlights of what's recently been going on. A few promo videos and then they're going to go back to the social media. So the promo videos are the wrestling toys and a few other bits and bobs. You know, um, I suppose 
some of the superstars having their little promos on there as well. So once the VT was over, they went back to uh, the social media getting silly comments like seats aren't too shabby, hashtag WWE Cardiff. Cardiff, let's go finally after two years of waiting. Great day in Cardiff now, now to rock the house at your event so you've seen WWE Cardiff. Hashtag WWE Cardiff at WWE UK finally after two years. I'm so excited to see this WWE Cardiff. A long wait but you're still back in Wales. WWE Cardiff excited after two long years. WWE Cardiff after two years of waiting. And at this point we are at 48% capacity. We don't know any dropout numbers just yet but we shall find out in due course. Cardiff at Most Point Arena, Cardiff in Cardiff, South at Glamorgan. Day 3 on tour, leaving London on the way to Cardiff for WWE Cardiff. Back at my first WWE event since November 2019, let's go. We've arrived, hashtag WWE Cardiff. Heading to Cardiff for my first WWE at WWE UK event. 10 year old me would be buzzing to get to see Rey Mysterio. Seats aren't too shabby, right. A few moments later. We're a couple of minutes to the top of the show and the crowd are loving it. They're all hyping themselves up and wooing and as though they're Ric Flair. The crowd are just waiting in, in anticipation. We're just about to start the show and they're just doing a quick test of the ropes in case they need to tighten them up. It's the final VT and then they're going to get an introduction and then the show will start. This podcast contains themes that are unsuitable for younger listeners and parental guidance is advised. It's been 30, 30 years, years since they came. 30, 30 years. years? No! They took my child. 30, 30 years. I'm gonna kill you. No! 30 years since they came. New episodes every Friday. The links are in the description. So in conclusion, the first fight of the night was Alpha Academy versus Street Profits and the Street Profits won. Then you had Ziggler and Rude versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, so the Mysterios. Rey Mysterio is obviously the father and Dominic Mysterio is the son. And in halfway through the fight, Seth Rollins came down and attacked Rey Mysterio. Then, as Mysterios had their asses handed to him by Ziggler Root and Seth Rollins, he then had Finn Bauer come down and he helped out Rey Mysterio and his son. Then the match restarted, became a three-person tag team. Then you had a hardcore match, are they still called hardcore matches or street fights? But whichever it is, it's now, it was Jahinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre. So Drew McIntyre came in with holding his sword, nice little gimmick there I have to say. Coming down with his big old mighty Scottish sword. Then there was a 20 minute interval which was followed by fight number 4 which was Happy Corbin versus Kevin Owens. Then you had the Intercontinental Championship between Shinsuke Nakamura versus Apollo Crews and uh, that was won by Shinsuke Nakamura. He, uh, he retained his championship belt. The highlight of that match was Shinsuke Nakamura's uh, pal that, that did his entrance. He was playing guitar live as he was coming down the uh, ramp, which was good, I've never seen that before. 
And then you had the main event, which was Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for the Women's SmackDown Championship. And Becky Lynch retained her championship. Although I have to say, it was it was not bad actually. Uh, since the last time I saw uh, female wrestling, and uh, we're talking about we're talking back to the Attitude Era, so a long time ago now. The standard of uh, ladies wrestling has gone has uh, increased tenfold easily, by far easily. A lot more high octane moves, a lot more high risk moves and uh, dangerous moves, and. I have to say that they were pretty. Uh, they were pretty great with uh, Bianca Belair doing a few gorilla presses and doing a lot of a lot of acrobatic maneuvers to get out of some of uh, the dodgy moves that she was put in. And at the end, Becky Lynch beat her, fair and square, I suppose. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I enjoyed doing this because it was something completely different, and it's been a long time since I actually saw a live wrestling match. Thank you for listening and I shall catch you next time.